When we love someone, we want to be able to express our love for them in all the right ways, right? And when someone loves us back, we certainly want to feel their love in all the right ways too, right? Have you heard of the five love languages? Maybe you have, but you're in need of some refreshing. Or maybe you're not sure what I'm even talking about at all. Join me on today's episode of the Unspoken Cycle podcast as I express my love for love languages. I'll introduce you to or reintroduce you to the five love languages and talk about why learning your love language is so important. Most importantly, I'll explore why as women, it's so essential for us to be able to speak and receive love in the most intimate ways. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Unspoken Cycle Podcast, where women of all ages and stages in life can find guidance and solace from life's everyday stresses. In each episode, we'll tackle a range of topics, including relationships, health, fertility, self-love, careers, mental illness, and more. Stay Stay tuned tuned. for valuable insights, personal anecdotes, and the comfort of knowing you're not not alone. alone. Here's your host, Leah Vaughn. Hello, 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 everyone. How are y'all doing today? Welcome to the Unspoken Cycle podcast. I am your host, Leah Vaughn, and thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to join me. I hope you're doing well and that everyone has had a fruitful summer so far. Hopefully you're staying cool. I'm not sure where all of my listeners are located, but hopefully the heat wave has not been melting y'all wherever you are. So welcome. This episode is one that's going to be abundantly filled with love And it's a topic that I do enjoy talking about because I am a lover. How about you? You know, there are some people who are lovers and that's just something they express outwardly about themselves. And there's some people who are more reserved in their emotions and feelings. And in this particular context, I'm not talking about just being romantic or, you know, intimate with your partner, but just in general, um, whether, you know, it's friendship or how you express how you feel towards family members or, you know, any situation. But I am definitely a lover. I love to express myself and I like people to know how I feel about them, Um, especially if I really, really like them or I enjoy their company. Um, Obviously, I love in my intimate relationship and my marriage for my wife to know how I feel about her. And I love, you know, the same for my kids and just my family and my friends. I am just someone, I'm a lover, man. I like to talk about it. I like to express it. I think that it's important for the people in my life to feel that part of me. And uh, I'm also, I also love to feel it, you know, myself. We all express ourselves differently and we all are okay with different expressions of love that are bestowed upon us. But that is why I wanted to talk about the love languages today because we're all so different in the way that we express love and the way that we feel comfortable receiving love. When I first learned about the five love languages many moons ago, um, the book by Gary Chapman was actually written and published in 1992. So it has been out for quite some time. 
But when I first learned about the love languages, I only applied them to how I express myself towards others. But after a lot of self-reflection and really getting to know myself on a much deeper, intimate, emotional level, I learned that it's equally as important for me to understand what I need from others in, in regards to how they express their love language towards me. So it was really helpful for me to learn how I emotionally navigated a relationship or how I needed to navigate a relationship to feel fulfilled. And um, at the end of the day, we all want to feel fulfilled from our partners in our relationships. And when we don't receive that fulfillment, then that leaves us at times feeling empty or isolated or, or misunderstood or even unappreciated and undervalued by the other person. And so it's so important to take each love language um, and be able to translate it in both ways. How do I express myself towards my partner and how would I need them to express or desire them, I should say, to express themselves towards me. And we'll talk a little bit later about how to meet in the middle when your love languages are different, because that's oftentimes what happens. We are different people. And a lot of the times we don't get with someone who's exactly like us. And so your partner probably has very different love languages or expresses their love language differently towards you than you may express towards them. So we'll definitely talk about how to meet in the middle and how to communicate through those times when your love languages aren't the same and when it's hard to feel like you're on the same page. But at the same time, I just enjoyed learning about myself on that level. And I think that it's beautiful to understand your love language because it really is a true representation of who we are and how we are in our hearts. And I think that that is the purest way to know somebody and to understand how to love them right? Because you want the person you love to know how you love them. When we understand love language to the depth of what it's meant to be understood as, we can certainly give them all of those aspects of that love that they need and also receive what we need in return. And then there you go. It's a beautiful blossoming relationship between two people who just love each other. And isn't that so sweet and mushy and all it's meant to be? Absolutely, ladies. So you ready to get mushy with me? <laughs> Let's get started. What is a love language? Well, a love language is the most intimate form of expression and how we outwardly show our partners the ways that we love them. Love language is simply that. It's a language. It's a way to communicate. And this is a way of communicating how we specifically feel in regards to loving our partner. Learning your love language is really important in a lot of ways for a lot of reasons. It's important to understand our compatibility with others. It's important to understand what our needs and desires are. It allows us to be open and know how we would like to show our love for another person and also understand what we need back from that other person. It's not a selfish thing to know what you need in an intimate relationship. When our needs are met, then we feel fulfilled. When our needs are not met, then we don't feel fulfilled. And not feeling fulfilled in an intimate relationship leads down a road of a lot of negative things. So that is an important aspect. It's an important component of intimacy with somebody. Learning your love language also 
is something that allows you to better understand what your non-negotiables are. If there's something that you need from a person in an intimate relationship and they're not giving it to you, that is important to understand about yourself. Not every person that you love will be compatible with you. That's a fact. Many people have loved more than one person in their lifetime. Yes, there are some people whose true loves were also their first loves and they lived together for a lifetime, but that's really not the norm. And that's more the exception to the rule. We have to be able to understand ourselves and how we operate uh, intimately and romantically. And then we have to be able to understand what we desire on the reciprocal end and how we wish to receive as well. What are the love languages? So let's go through them. If you're not familiar with the love languages, there was a brilliant book written by Gary Chapman back in 1992 called The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate. And this book is what introduced love languages and really began to transform the way that we interact in our relationships intimately on an emotional level with our partners. There are five love languages. So the first one is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation I love you. Here are reasons why you're important to me. This is why I value you. Confirmation verbally why you love that person or how you are attracted to that person or what it is about them that makes you appreciate them. Acts of service, doing things for that person. It could be something as simple as mowing the lawn for them cooking them a dinner, doing their laundry. (laughs) Obviously, those are things that uh, you can tell I gravitate towards. But acts of service are things that you do for that person that are special to you and ways that you tangibly show that person your love for them. Receiving gifts. So if you are somebody who is a giver, I am personally a giver. I'll let you in on my love language, love languages uh, in a minute here. But I do love to give. I love to find special, unique things that remind me of my wife and give them to her because they, number one, I am showing her, I see you, I listen to you, I understand who you are, I know the core and the things that you like and love in your life. So here's something that I feel you would love that represents who you are that I love about you. And I, I like that that will put a smile on her face and just let her know on a deeper level, I don't just love you. I understand who you are and I appreciate who you are. And so I want to find the little things in life that represent that and get that to you. If you are someone who loves to receive gifts, so you enjoy getting things and you enjoy being on the other end of that, you like when your partner pays special attention or showers you with things that that are meaningful or special to you, or if you just like a lot of shoes and purses and and you're down to receive those things, hey, you know, we all have our needs, we all have our wants. (laughs) That is an active, uh, that is a love language as well. Quality time. 
Quality time is just what it says. Spending quality time together, intimate time together one-on-one and just making that time special, making the most of it in a way that represents what the two of you enjoy doing. My wife and I love to travel. We've traveled around the world to several different countries over the last several years together that is something that is quality time. I love that time with her. Those memories are irreplaceable and it's really important for us. It's something that's ingrained in a part of our relationship. We just do it. And physical touch is the final love language. If you're touchy-feely and you like to physically express yourself, you got it. So again, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Those are your five love languages. I personally, um, words of affirmation is a love language of mine. I love to verbally express myself and how I'm feeling about that person. Uh, Gift giving is something I love to do. Um, Again, it's, it's I enjoy finding unique things that represent my wife and why I love her. And I like to shower her with those things and quality time. I love to do things together that represent the two of us and what we enjoy in life as far as how we spend our time together. So those are my main love languages that represent how I like to shower and show my love. As far as receiving love, I do love words of affirmation. However, that's not one of my wife's love languages. So I'm okay with that. There are other ways that she expresses her love to me. And I know it's deep and intimate and valuable to her. So words of affirmation isn't necessarily something I need to receive or desire to receive all the time. Of course, it's nice to know I'm loved and I love to hear it, but I know that. And I'm just one of those people who I already know how she feels about me. And I know Uh, the depth of that in the other ways that she expresses it. So the affirmation verbally doesn't have to come with the, uh, it's more of acts of service and and receiving gifts that I enjoy from her um, and definitely the quality time as well. So how do we learn what we need and what we give? Definitely, again, read the book, dive in, learn the ins and outs of each of the love languages and what they mean and what they look like. But in order to truly understand what your love languages are and how you like to bestow them on your significant other, you have to learn about yourself. Do you love to tell your partner how you feel? Are you someone who's verbally expressive? Are you someone who enjoys doing things for that person? Are you someone who enjoys giving things to that person? Do you like the quality one-on-one time more than other things? Are you touchy-feely? Do you enjoy hugging and kissing and, and physical intimacy on that level? You have to really just kind of dissect how you treat your partner and the way that you express yourself towards your partner. And once you're able to do that, then you're able to better understand what your love languages are. There may be people who are all of the above, who want and desire 
all of the five love languages, that that is something that better encompasses a well-rounded version of their love. And there are others like me or like myself and my wife who pick pieces of the love languages um, and some are more valuable than others. You just kind of have to figure out how you apply your love and emotion in your relationship. And what do you need from the other person? What is your desired return of that love language investment, so to speak? Do you need physical touch? Is that something you crave in your relationship? Do you need to hear that you're loved and not just shown that you're loved. So are words of affirmation something that you need to receive from your partner? Is quality time uh, especially valuable to you above receiving gifts or acts of service? So again, just evaluating how you outwardly express yourself and what you desire to receive is important. And that's how you learn what your love language is. And it's also how you learn what you desire to feel fulfilled in your relationship with your partner as well. You're You're listening listening to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Embrace your female within. Once we learn our love language or love languages, how do we communicate that? Or should we even communicate that? I feel like in order to establish a strong foundation in a committed relationship with your partner, even if this is someone that you've been dating for a short period of time, but you know it's going in a really positive direction, Uh, especially if this is somebody that you've been in a relationship, uh, in a committed relationship with already, and it's already at that level, you certainly should talk about love languages because you have to understand each other on that level. And you have to understand the way that you express yourselves intimately in your relationship, not understanding how the other person operates in their love language and vice versa, can cause miscommunication, misunderstanding, and all sorts of other things unnecessarily that create conflict in a relationship. So you definitely want to have these conversations. I'm all for being completely open and transparent. I don't think that it's up to the other person to just learn about your love language and how you express yourself. And I don't think it's just up to you to just learn it as well. Of course, As we get to know each other and the longer we're together and we explore each other, we learn about each other. Yes, yes, yes. But it's definitely important to communicate too, especially if you're someone who has a strong need or desire for a particular love language or for for a particular expression of love in your relationship. If you don't receive those things or if your partner doesn't receive those things, They may be hurt, they may not understand, they may mistakenly feel unvalued or or unloved, all of these other things. And we don't want our partners to feel that way and we don't want to feel that way either. So communicating is so important. I know what my love languages are. I can tell you right now, I just did. I know I feel comfortable with them. My wife knows what my love languages are. I know what hers are as well. We totally understand each other on that level. So if I'm not getting a ton of words of affirmation or something like physical touch or something from her, I'm not taking it personally. I'm not even really 
thinking about it in a personal or offensive way because that's not necessarily something that's a strong suit of a love language in our relationship. You know, obviously we we outwardly express our love for each other. Obviously we're intimate with each other, but at the same time, there are other ways that we vibe in our love languages to each other that are louder in our relationship. And that's what stands out to me. And that's what speaks to me. So I don't stress the other stuff because it doesn't make me feel any type of way. It doesn't make me feel invalidated or less than in our relationship. So definitely communicate and learn your love languages with your partner. It's a great opportunity actually to learn them together. If you read the book together, that's great because then you're understanding and learning at the same time. And that allows you both to grow in that knowledge and and on a deeper level when you're exploring who you are with the other person. Knowing your love language and how you express it is important, but learning your partner's love language is equally as important. It's not just about us. It's a two-way street. So again, that's also why it's important to communicate, but we certainly want to learn and understand our partner's love language as well because theirs may be very different from yours and we can't expect them to be the same as us. Like I said earlier, it's very unlikely that we're with someone exactly like us. So we have to be able to understand in a way that we know how to receive their love language and that we know how to interpret how they are towards us as a love language. For example, if one of your love languages is acts of service, but that is not one of your partner's love languages, you may do things for your partner that you feel are showing them your love and appreciation and admiration And they may not necessarily reciprocate that, but that doesn't mean that they don't appreciate it and that they don't value you on the same level. Maybe on the other hand, their love language is quality time and physical touch. So while you enjoy doing things for them that are special to you and showing them how you feel, they enjoy going out and having uh, intimate one-on-one time experiences with you and physically showing your love. So you know that when they're doing those things for you, that's their way of giving you that emotional intimacy in your relationship. And they know that when you're doing things for them, it's giving them that emotional intimacy. And it doesn't look the same, but you both understand that it means the same. There are so many ways that we engage and express ourselves and our love towards our partners. And there's so many ways that we need that engagement returned back to us. So learning about each other is critical in truly understanding how you and your partner need and want to receive and and express and share love for each other. How do we meet in the middle when our love languages are different? When the way that you express yourself is different from the way that your partner expresses themselves and your needs and what you need to receive is different from what they give you, how do y'all meet in the middle? Obviously, 
communicating your needs and wants, like I said earlier, is really important. But you can't force someone to naturally do and say things that don't come to them because it's not a part of their language. Meeting in the middle, to me, means truly understanding that person Communicating with each other and taking the time to learn each other is a critical component of that. And knowing what your make it or break it needs are is really important as well. This is where you really have to understand yourself. You can't change your partner and they can't change you. And if you're finding that some of those critical needs that you require in a relationship aren't being met, then you do have to think about compatibility. Are the two of y'all compatible together? Having different love languages could possibly result in an inability to be compatible with each other. But it also doesn't have to be that way. Sometimes we have to make sacrifices in our relationships I would certainly not advise you to leave your partner if they don't tell you that they love you enough throughout the day, but words of affirmation is your love language. That's something that you need because we have to sometimes understand that when our partner is showing love and adoration in their own unique way towards us, we have to be able to accept that. And accepting that means understanding that's just how they are. Of course, we can express our need to hear it, the need for that validation and that security in our love from them and and how they're showing us that they love us. But at the same time, is that really something you would end your relationship for? Obviously, that's a very personal component of your relationship with your partner. But at the same time, when you truly do understand each other and each other's love languages, then you're able to meet in the middle in a way that you understand what you receive from them and how valuable it really is. So when your love languages are different, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't be compatible It just means that there needs to be a deep level of understanding towards each other. And it allows you to value the love language when they give it to you that matches your own. So when they tell you they love you and words of affirmation is your love language, you value that. When they give you the quality time, when they show you acts of service, when they physically want to be intimate and and touch you and hug you and and you can tangibly feel their love you appreciate those things on a different level when you know that's not really their love language they're not really like that but hey they're showing it to me today and i really appreciate that because they know that i do need a component of this to feel loved and fulfilled in this relationship on that emotional emotionally intimate level And same with your partner. If you know your partner is someone who loves receiving sweet gifts or unique gifts from them, or that they appreciate acts of service or physical touch, and those aren't necessarily your love languages, it's important to think about their needs and to give them that from time to time. 
sometimes we can step out of what we normally would do and out of our comfort zone to show the love and affection and, and, and appreciation to our partners. It's about give and take. And that give and take is a fine balance that only the two of you can figure out with each other, but it's so important for it to be there. In order to truly meet in the middle when your love languages are different, you have to compromise. Compromise is a huge, important part of a relationship. There will be compromise and there will be sacrifice on all different sorts of levels. In order to communicate your needs with your partner, you have to also allow them to communicate their needs with you. So when the two of you are able to compromise and come to the table and do that equally for each other, it does create that special component of what y'all both need in the foundation of your relationship. And that also helps to secure an emotionally stable relationship where neither one of you feel unfulfilled or undervalued or unappreciated. Stay Stay tuned. tuned for more empowering conversations on the Unspoken Cycle podcast. Why are love languages so particularly important for women, especially? Well, there's an obvious component of that. We are emotional creatures by nature. We have hormones and emotions that run through us that are unique to the male experience in life. And that's something that's particularly valuable to us as women. We have a component of emotional fulfillment that is there. We desire emotional intimacy on a different level. We enjoy feeling secure and wanted and needed in our relationship. We want our partner to show us that. We want to feel confident and sexy and comfortable in our relationships with our partners. As women, those things are really important for us to be able to understand how we navigate our relationships and what we need in our relationships. We are uniquely created beings on this earth. By nature, we are lovers and we are nurturers in our relationships and in our lives. Our love languages define us on such an intimate level. It truly becomes part of what drives who we are in our relationships and who we are in our lives and how we express ourselves. So as women, we take these components of our love language and we hold them dear to our heart. It's extremely special to us to be able to bestow our love onto those who we love. And we deserve every component of the love that we receive. We go above and beyond to give in our relationships and we go above and beyond to show in tangible ways the way that we feel and the way that we need and what our desires are. And we often go above and beyond to care for those that we love because we want them to feel that love and to feel how we desire them as well. So as women, our need to understand our love language and our need to feel loved in return is unmatched on all levels. 
Ladies, if you are listening today, you deserve to feel that love as well. You deserve to feel that you are valued and appreciated and that everything that you do is not in vain in your life and in the way that you show others how you show up for them. Don't ever forget that. And certainly don't let anyone else show you or convince you otherwise. You are worthy of words of affirmation. You are worthy of acts of service. You are worthy of receiving gifts. You are worthy of quality time. And you are worthy of physical touch. Whichever of those means the most to you, you deserve to have in your life. I will say this. When sacrifice for your partner begins to feel like a chore or makes you feel sad or angry, or conjures up negativity, or makes you feel distant and like you're not a part of this anymore with them, then that's when it's not a love language and that's when it's a disconnect. And that's when you have to pay special attention to the level of compatibility that's really going on. Otherwise, when you have a true connection with somebody, when the two of y'all love equally but show it differently, you'll always be able to meet in the middle, regardless of what sacrifice comes with that, regardless of what compromise comes with that. And that, ladies, is the love that will truly last a lifetime. If you have not read the book by Gary Chapman, The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate, grab a copy. You can find it on Amazon. It's on Audible as well. Grab a copy, read it with your partner, read it alone, but learn about yourself, learn your love language, talk to your partner about theirs, allow this to be a time in your relationship where you can grow with each other, where you can nurture each other, and where you can better understand each other. And if you're listening to this and you don't have a significant other in your life, definitely read the book and learn about yourself now so that when you do enter into a relationship that starts to become more serious and committed with somebody, you can express yourself to them and allow them to better understand you and the depth of your heart and who you are. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Unspoken Cycle. I appreciate all of the love and support that I continue to receive from all of the ladies out there who listen. Please like and subscribe. And if you have not yet, head over to theunspokencycle.com. Join the free private community just for women that's waiting there for you. There are some amazing perks to joining this private community. And I also want to mention on my website, you'll find blogs, helpful information, resources, tools, even my favorite playlist that's filled with music from powerful, empowering, inspiring women from all ages and decades of life. So if you have not yet joined, what are you waiting for? We are waiting there for you with open arms. Thank you again for joining me today, ladies. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Remember to embrace your female within and connect with our community at theunspokencycle.com. Until next time, take care.